At Colorado State University Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Get an interactive education that's built for working adults like you and that employers demand. Explore your options at csuglobal.edu. Blog Talk Radio. Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the new psychology. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The new psychology is in the making. If esoteric teaching is eventually to be made public in its presentation, it will be given out along the lines of psychology, because esoteric teaching in its fullest and deepest sense concerns the consciousness aspect of man and God. How will the new psychology differ from the current psychology uh, as we know it today? I think one significant difference will be that it will attempt to um, define and um, uh, understand the indwelling being that exists behind the personality, behind the outer uh, identity. So much, not all, but so much of modern psychology is focused on the personality and its uh, woes and cares and uh, idiosyncrasies, understanding all the different qualities and traits that make us the unique uh, personalities that we are. But the psychology of the soul, the new psychology, will be the effort to understand the indwelling being Esotericism, or the ageless wisdom, we could call it, is the study of the conditioning forces and energies that uh, lie behind all outer created forms, whether we're talking about an individual or a nation or an idea or an organization. Everything is conditioned by energies and forces, and the science of esotericism is the the uh, attempt to recognize those energies and forces and to see how they work and then to attempt to 
work with them in an effort to um, realize God's plan. Well, every human being is uh, an expression of energies and forces. And the effort to understand those conditioning energies and forces is the new psychology. Right, and I think the difference is we have to realize that this will be a psychology for the well, not for the sick, not necessarily for the sick, uh, which uh, psychology today seems to dwell on, you know, on therapy sessions and uh, for those who are, have mental problems or emotional imbalances or emotional mm-hmm. problems. The new psychology or this psychology that we're referring to today is for anyone. And it's, it's a new way of understanding themselves, yourself, from the spiritual point of view, from the aspect of the soul, in other words, and how these soul energies and other energies of the what we call the seven rays uh, make up your personality life and how they govern and control your personality life. So it has not to do so much with being ill or, or compensating for illnesses of some kind. It, it's um, a new way of studying oneself. We could say also that the soul is uh, an expression of one of the seven rays. And uh, the soul and the personality are terms used in the Ageless Wisdom for what we might call the lower self, the outer person, the face we present to the world, and the indwelling being or the higher self, the um, that aspect of our our nature that is divine in origin. The personality could be said to be the results thus far of the soul's um, success or lack of success in manifesting its purpose through uh, a particular individuality. And most of us, I think, would agree that we are works in progress. We are not perfected beings yet. But the soul, through incarnation after incarnation, is perfecting its instrument for cooperation with God's plan. And that instrument is what we call the personality, the individual self. So there's this outer being that is conditioned by one of seven rays, and there's this inner divine soul that is also conditioned by one of seven rays. And the whole point of psychology is to bring about some kind of a unity or a an integration of these two aspects, wouldn't you say? Yes, it's it's a study of what's of the inner life and not so much a study of the outer uh, life or how the environment affects us. It's a study of how the inner environment of the, the world of the soul affects us because we are products of the soul. And uh, as we talk about these ray qualities... There are seven basic qualities of the seven rays, and these <clears throat> pour through from uh, the inner realms, so to speak, and uh, every human being is made up of a combination of these rays. I think what's interesting about uh, understanding the seven rays is that it helps us to understand differences without seeing them as... Um, separating, in effect. And by that I mean that 
if we think of the seven rays as seven, seven attributes of a spectrum, we can see that they are simply variations of a wholeness, of a, of a unity. And the number seven is very significant in the Ageless Wisdom and in our world, more significant than we might realize. There are seven colors in the uh, rainbow. An octave is composed of seven major notes. There are seven days in a week. And in the Ageless Wisdom, it's said that there are seven chakras or centers in the human being. And there are seven planes of consciousness and seven initiations. And now the science of the race is that there are seven expressions or manifestations of deity. So all the rays are divine, and they all proceed from one, one creator. But God himself gives off, we could say, seven different radiations, all of them divine. Right, they're all, yes, they're... (coughs) uh, the variations, the differentiations of one, of one light. In other words, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the light can be subdivided into seven different uh, colors, and there, which you mentioned earlier, the seven rays are similar to the seven colors of the rainbow, and that's an, one way to to look at it. Because, as we know, that the experiments of uh, using a beam of light is subdivided, shining through a prism, and it subdivides into uh, seven different colors, but it's one light. And we could say the same of humanity. We are one humanity, but at the same time we're not all alike. And that's because each human being is not a completed unit on his own. We might think we are because we dwell within a physical body that is our own body separate from all other physical bodies but each human being is only that amount of um, spiritual energy and uh, material force that the soul has succeeded in organizing for its own purposes so we can't look at any one person and say they are the ultimate complete perfect expression of humanity Each of us is, we could say, a spark of the one humanity, a fragment of the one humanity, but we can't uh, complete the nature of humanness on our own. That, to me, helps us understand why we are all different and why we all need each other. It helps us to appreciate differences in others because we can't do it all on our own. No, and as we said, this is the new psychology, and this is a new science that, well, it isn't around too much today, but it's it's discussed very widely in the Alice Bailey writings, and um, so this is where the uh, primary source is today for these this uh, science of the seven rays, and it's said that eventually, as these rays become more... Uh, um, accepted and recognize these qualities because they do come they do manifest in certain qualities of, and we can talk about those uh, this will give a complete a completely different picture of uh, what makes up a human being Alice Bailey says that <coughs> a ray 
predisposes any individual to certain strengths and weaknesses. And she said it constitutes both his principle of limitations as well as uh, endowing him with particular capacities. So it gives us gifts and it gives us uh, curbs, limitations to our self-expression. And she said that each ray also defines how we relate to other types of people. And it gives us our particular coloring and quality. In fact, she says each ray has a particular tone or sound. And this is interesting because the word psychology itself means the word of the soul. Logos from the psychology. Logos means the word. And it is literally the word of the soul. So each ray gives off a particular tone and uh, a, a vibration, you could say. So when we say we like or don't like somebody else's vibe, we're, in a way, uh, responding to their their force, their energy that uh, emanates through them. Right, and, and, and the vibration rate is, is uh, manifest by the different colors of the different colorations of the you know, of the rays they they all have a different uh, frequency let's say and um, that's why we respond to similar frequencies that we feel in or sense in another person and uh, so there is a synchronicity there and some are more com- comfortable to us some are less uh, uh, familiar and therefore a bit more challenging to deal with but we have to constantly remind ourselves that all the seven rays are divine in origin and the differences that make up um, human temperaments should be welcomed and understood. And perhaps after the break we can uh, go into a more discussion of how each of the different rays expresses itself. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the new psychology. We have an offer from Lucis Trust. It's absolutely for free. It's a paper on the self and the seven rays, absolutely free of charge. And in fact, you don't even pay for shipping. We send it out to you. Uh, this is a paper of extracts compiled from the books of Alice Bailey on the seven rays and their expression in human, human psychology. To order, call our toll-free number, which is one 866 Six nine five eight two four seven. That's one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. Now, when you look at the uh, paper on the self, the self and the seven rays, when you receive it, uh, uh, I mean, if you think that uh, uh, orthodox psychology is interesting, uh, you'll have to read this. I was kind of skeptical when I first read it, and then uh, and then I keyed into a lot of aspects of it that were certainly. Uh, uh, in sync with who I am and my personality, and it was uh, it was almost like I was reading about myself when I began to understand the rays better. And of course, uh, today we're finding out that there are so many subtle energies that influence our personality, the way we are. And well, just for example, uh, I'll look at the uh, uh, the uh, the frequencies that are giving off the, uh, given off by wires and things that we can't see, touch, and feel. But a lot of people are feeling ill health as a result of energies that are being vibrated that are not positive energies, they're negative energies. So what this does is uh, explain the rays. This is the paper on the self and the seven rays. 
and it will open a door to insights into psychology that are starting to be discovered, but I think Alice Bailey was way ahead of everybody. So once again, if you want to get a hold of this paper, if you'd like us to send it out to you, give us a call, toll-free number 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS, LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S. Also, we really need your help. It uh, uh, doesn't look uh, too promising at this point. In fact, we're not even asking for small individual donations because in order to keep us going on radio, we really need a large donation. And what we have is somebody who's an underwriter, either, either a corporation, corporation, or an individual who's interested in doing that. And uh, we would certainly mention your name, and you might uh, feel satis- derive satisfaction rather from the idea that you're helping to contribute to mankind, uh, mankind's divine evolution. But we have, we do certainly appreciate your donations from the past. All of our Insight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. Now, I'll quote from the context of the uh, opening thought today, and that is that um, esoteric teaching in its fullest and deepest sense concerns the consciousness aspect of man and God. Uh, I'm kind of confused about that. How That sounds aberrant to me, even though you said that the old psychology is aberrant. It sounds like the new psychology might be aberrant also. Because, why? <laughs> <laughs> Run that question by me. Well, again. I'm thinking that uh, the consciousness, uh, new, the new psychology that is explained in Alice Bailey, uh, gets into the idea that um, esoteric teaching, in its fullest and deepest sense, concerns the consciousness aspect of man and God. Most people out there will say, "Well, what can psychology have to do with mm-hmm. God's consciousness mm-hmm. combined with man's consciousness?" See. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Well, the Bible says we are created in the image of God, and that should imply that each human being is in its own humble way a reflection of the nature of God. And in fact, we we did a program some time ago on the seven qualities of deity, which um, drew upon the science of the seven rays to explain the variations of divine expression. I think the whole subject is fascinating. Um, the The whole premise of the ageless wisdom is based on the one, the three, and the seven. The one meaning the one creator, the one source to whom we all belong and return. The three being the basic trinity not only of Christianity but of most of the world's religions. The triune um, uh, nature of manifestation. The fact that the triangle is the most stable form in existence according to Buckminster Fuller. And the seven, as I mentioned a while ago, being a a major um, continuing um, uh, force in the world through color, through music, through the organization of the annual calendar, and so on. So if we are made in the image of God, then understanding ourselves and our fellow human beings helps us to understand divinity. And it's all about consciousness, really, because everything that's manifested is 
the working out of a level of consciousness. And perhaps that idea would become clearer if we begin to talk about the, each of the rays, the first ray being the ray of power and purpose. It's often thought, and I think this is a mistake, that the first ray is the um, hammer, the divine hammer. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think God works in those ways. Power and purpose can be quite subtle in effect and quite um, disciplined and um, uh, organized, but it is uh, undeniably a force of power. That's the first ray. Right, and we have to remember these are qualities we're talking about here that come through the first ray, all of the rays, in fact, the different qualities that appear uh, and manifest and express through human beings. And uh, we all differ in different ways, and uh, we follow certain activities, certain life activities that uh, seem to be of interest to us and along the political line is very prominently is along the line of the first ray of will or power and you see many very prominent politicians let's say uh, along this line and expressing this first ray quality of power and uh, it's, it's how they handle it it's how all of us handle these energies that makes the difference because it can the first ray can be act like a hammer yes through unredeemed uh, substance right and but if it's qualified by another of the rays like the ray of love wisdom which is the second ray then you get this remarkable politician who um, is very able who has the power to lead but uh, <coughs> Lives, uh, he, he leads as qualified by love. Mm-hmm. Probably an example of that would be Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Alice Bailey said he was a first-ray uh, disciple, and certainly he was a natural leader, brave and courageous with a real vision. But he was also um, compassionate and wise in in the use of his... Um, his uh, abilities, able to wait, to be patient, to um, respond to the need of the American people at a time when he took office during the Depression, leading the people through the war. There was enormous compassion, but he was an example of a first-ray soul. The second ray, as you say, is love and wisdom, often the ray of the perennial scholar, one who loves study one who uh, wants to deepen his his understanding of, of often of the very highest spiritual truths. Right, and maybe we should just <clears throat> point out here as we go through these rays that a discussion of these rays is included in the paper we're offering, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's in much more detail. Much more detail. It's laid out in special virtues of the rays and vices of the rays and the virtues to be acquired. So if you haven't uh, learned the uh, (coughs) correct way to express these rays, you'll have ample opportunity uh, coming for you in the future. (laughs) So uh, it's a very valuable piece of literature to 
to see these because it's, it's a good way to understand yourself. You can look at these virtues and vices and say you can see yourself very clearly uh, in, in all of these uh, different rays. And as you say, the second ray uh, of love, of wisdom, is, provides calmness and strength and patience. The third ray is the ray of the higher mind. This is the ray often of the inventor, the mathematician, the abstract thinker, one, I suppose you could say, who lives in the mind, lives in his head, uh, one who can see the big picture, the theoretician. Right, and it's, it's the, uh, has the wide view of the mm-hmm. abstract questions. and uh, Not necessarily so good on the details, but somebody who can grasp the big picture. Right. And you can yeah. see the value of that in, say, the workplace. The person who just intuitively grasps the large plan and how all the different systems work together. That can be a real gift. Right, and then on the fourth ray of which is called the ray of harmony through conflict, the ray of harmony through conflict. And that would seem to uh, fit all of us because we're all bothered by harmony and we're all bothered by conflict and we seek harmony. And and humanity, Alice (laughs) Bailey says, it is governed by the fourth ray of harmony through conflict. We attain peace through hard knocks and hard effort. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it's a very interesting ray because it, uh, for the musician or for the uh, artist, it's a very prominent ray. The, the fifth ray is the ray of the scientist, the <coughs> one who works things out in the details of the actual um, experimental laboratory. Often the ray that governs historians who have to be uh, researchers and uh, who have to pay attention to the details of history. Uh, the sixth ray is the ray of devotion, the ray said to govern Christianity among other religions. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting insight in the books of Alice Bailey about the sixth ray that it requires the 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 spiritual seeker on this ray requires an object requires something to be devoted to. I find that interesting. Right, and then finally there is the seventh ray, the ray of ceremonial order or magic. Mm -hmm. Now, don't be put off by the word magic. It has nothing to do with being a magician, except a white magician, which is the uh, place of the soul. But uh, it has to do with organization and orderliness and reorganization, rituals, Uh, you find this very strongly in certain churches, Mm -hmm. and just the ritual of the the business world Mm -hmm. is a a ritual that would be greatly affected by the seventh ray. Traffic control, (coughs) when things go wrong, there's not enough seventh (coughs) ray. Uh, The paper is fascinating, and perhaps people... Would, uh, who really want to know more about this would want to order the paper or the book's Esoteric Psychology, Volumes 1 and 2, mm-hmm. which can be ordered from our publishing company. Well, if you'd like to start off with the paper, uh, well, this is uh, a free offer from Lucis Trust. Uh, it's a paper on the self and the seven rays. Absolutely free of charge. You're not even paying a shipping charge. 
Once again, this paper of extracts compiled from the books of Alice Bailey on the seven rays and their expression in human psychology. To order, call our toll-free number, which is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. 1-866-NY-LUCIS. LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. all day, then go home and make dinner. That's not fair, because making your dinner, that's our job. We don't work all day, then go home and do your job, so stop doing ours. Head into Buffalo Wild Wings for America's favorite wings, shareables, burgers, and more. Choose from 21 signature sauces and seasonings to take your dinner from mild to wild. But don't worry, we're dinner pros. If things get too wild, we've got dozens of beers on tap and a full bar to bail out your palate. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports.